Good evening and welcome back to our continued learning of Hilcha Shabbos every Thursday night as a schus for all of Klal Yisrael and specifically those in Eretz Yisrael. We should be zeichah this week to see Refuas Yeshua Sanachamas and Mimakabal Pnei Mashiach B'Meheira. We're going to continue this week with the halachas of Kiddush on Shabbos morning. And the first halacha we need to discuss is when exactly does the obligation to make Kiddush begin? We mentioned before when it came to Kiddush Friday night that as soon as one has an obligation to make or to hear Kiddush, it is forbidden for one to eat or drink anything prior to hearing Kiddush. And the question is, when does that begin Shabbos day? Does it begin as soon as one wakes up? The one is not allowed to eat or drink anything? Does it begin after davening? Does it only begin by the Suda? When exactly does that obligation begin? And the place can say as following, prior to davening, since it is forbidden, even during the week, for a person to eat or drink regular foods and drinks, other than coffee and tea and water, since it is forbidden for a person to eat or drink regularly, as that's considered to be an affront, it's considered to be a chutzpah, that a person is taking care of their own needs prior to davening to the Rabbanu Shalom, therefore there is no obligation to make Kiddush prior to davening. Once one has davened shachris, the obligation of Kiddush sets in, and it's forbidden for a person to eat or drink anything, including water, prior to hearing Kiddush. And the question is, for men, it's obvious exactly when that obligation begins. It begins after they finish Shachris and Shul. Even prior to davening Musaf, it would be forbidden for them to eat or drink anything, even water, prior to davening Musaf. What about a woman? Right when a woman wakes up prior to davening, she would be allowed to have coffee, tea, and water. The same way she could do that any day of the week. But what about Kiddush? When exactly does the obligation of Kiddush set in for a woman? And the halacha is as follows. There are generally three accepted customs that women have when it comes to davening during the week, and that will, make it a, that will have an effect on her obligation of Kiddush on Shabbos morning. Some women, all they do is they say brachas in the morning, a little tefillah, a bracha ahidah. They say a small, small amount of davening in the morning and that fulfills their obligation according to some paiskim. And that's the, what the, daven, the davening that they do for the day. Therefore, if a woman does that during the week and that is considered to be her davening during the week, on Shabbos, after she has said her brachas and her tefillah, after she said the shortened version of davening that she does during the week, immediately the chi of the obligation of Kiddush would set in and it would be forbidden for her to even drink a coffee or tea, water after that small amount of davening prior to hearing Kiddush. If a woman normally during the week says brachas and then eats and considers the brachas to be her main part of davening and then will eat breakfast and later on in the morning will daven the rest of shachras and similarly she will have the same halacha because since she considers during the week this small part of davening that she does the brachas and the tefillah that she does in the morning to be considered her davening on Shabbos morning as well once she has done that she is now obligated to hear a kiddush before eating drinking anything further prior to hearing Kiddush. And then there's a third camp, the woman who davened the whole davening, that during the week, they don't just they don't just simply suffice by saying a small tefillah and then later on davening or not davening later, continuing completing davening later in the day, rather they daven the whole davening. If a woman does that, then only once she does that on Shabbos morning would the obligation of Kiddush set in and it would be forbidden for her to eat or drink anything prior to hearing Kiddush. So the halacha, just to sum up, to sum up is very simple. Prior to davening anything, it is mutter for a woman and a man to be able to eat, to be able to drink, I'm sorry, coffee, water, and tea. Once they have davened, whatever version of davening that looks like, for a man that means davening in shul, for a woman that means either brachas, or that means the whole davening based on whatever her regular normal thing to do is on Shabbos and during the week, but whatever the norm of what she considers davening, once she has done that, then the obligation of Kiddush sets in, 
and she needs to hear Kiddush before eating and drinking anything. There is an opinion of Ramosha Feinstein, which seems to be a, a minority opinion, and many Paisim do not go like it, but one can ask their local Rav whether this is an opinion that they can rely on, that even a woman who is married, even after she has davened, the shortened davening, not a full davening, but even if, the, even if her davening is just saying brachas, she is allowed to continue eating and drinking regularly until her husband comes home, since she is Meshuvit, since she has to eat with her husband, she's married, she would have to wait, she would be able to continue eating and drinking regularly regularly, even without hearing Kiddush, until her husband comes home. However, that is halacha which is not accepted by many paiskim, and either way, that is halacha which only would apply to a married woman and not a single woman. And therefore, once a woman has davened what she considers to be davening, she has the obligation of Kiddush set in, and is forbidden for her to eat, drink anything, including water, prior to hearing Kiddush. We mentioned in the previous video that once a woman is daven, the obligation of Kiddush sets in and it's forbidden for her to eat or drink anything, including a cup of water, prior to hearing Kiddush. This can lead to a very difficult situation. The husband may not be coming home from shul for another hour or two and the woman is at home. She's thirsty. She's hungry. She wants to eat or drink something. She doesn't want to wait for her husband to come home to make Kiddush, but she doesn't want to make Kiddush on wine or grape juice. She doesn't prefer to drink wine or grape juice. What exactly can she do to be able to be yaitza, her din of Kiddush, to allow her to be able to eat some cake and some cookies prior to her husband coming home from shul. And this is a very simple Eitzah when it comes to Kiddush on Shabbos day. When it comes to Kiddush on Friday night, this Eitzah, this solution does not apply. But since, as we mentioned last week, Kiddush Shabbos day is only a Dindar Abanan, it's not a Dindar Eraisa, therefore are much more lenient with what a person can make Kiddush on. And there's a Lacha that on Shabbos day, one can make Kiddush on Hamar Medina, a drink that is considered to be a drink that is, that is, that is used in that country and considered to be a hush of a drink, the kind of drink that somebody would invite guests over to, ha- to, to enjoy the drink together with, one would be allowed to make Kiddush. Now the place can speak out that practically speaking for us in America, that means either beer or other, other types of alcohol, which is also probably not relevant for many women wanting to make Kiddush on a cup of beer or schnapps Shabbos morning. However, there's another simple Eitzah, which is on a cup of coffee, that a woman can make Kiddush over a cup of coffee Shabbos day. Once she has daven, now the obligation of Kiddush has set in. She needs to make Kiddush before doing anything else, but she can do a simple Eitzah, take a cup of coffee, a hot cup of coffee, and she can make Kiddush in it. She does not even need to say any psukim prior to making the shahakal. As we mentioned last week, the psukim are only addition. Really, all she needs to do is have in mind that I'm drinking this cup of coffee, as a way to ensure that this is my Kiddush. Once she does that, she then needs to eat a Mezaynas to make sure that the Kiddush is Makam Suda. The cup of coffee alone would not be enough to make a Kiddush Makam Suda, but all she needs to do is have a cup of coffee, make a Shahakal on it, and then she can go ahead and eat Mezaynas and continue to eat even prior to her husband coming home and making Kiddush by the Suda. It is important to speak out that when she is drinking coffee, especially a hot cup of coffee, it's going to be difficult for her to drink a large amount of that coffee in a short amount of time. And we mentioned we mentioned previously that when making Kiddush, one needs to make sure that they drink a Malu Lugma, a cheekful, which is about one a little more than one and a half ounces, 1.6 ounces within three minutes. And therefore, she should just make sure, she should keep an eye on the clock to ensure that she's drinking a little bit more than one and a half ounces prior to three minutes having passed from when she made the shahakal, but assuming that she can do that, and that should be pretty easy to do, then a woman can make Kiddush on a cup of coffee, go ahead and eat Mazinus, or, or the other alternative is, if she doesn't mind making on grape juice or wine, that would be the better alternative to making grape juice or wine, but if that's difficult for her, she definitely has a simple eight cell of making Kiddush over a cup of coffee.
Another relevant halacha to Kiddush Shabbos morning is that there is a halacha that once one makes a hagafen and drinks wine, they no longer have to make a shahakal on the other beverages that are going to be drinking during the Kiddush. And therefore, if a woman or a man would make Kiddush over a cup of grape juice or wine, make a hagafen, that would patter up. That would exempt them from making a shahakal over any other drinks. Other foods that are shahakal, they would still need to make a shahakal over, but other drinks that are shahakal would be exempt with the boiri pir hagafen made over Kiddush when one makes, when one drinks the cup of wine or grape juice. However, what is the halacha when one hears Kiddush from somebody else? If somebody's sitting by the table and your husband's making Kiddush or you're in shul and the Rav or the Balabayas or the Balasimcha is making Kiddush, you hear Kiddush from that person, you hear the Bayer Puragaf and you answer a main, do you then have to make a shahakal over the other beverages that a person drinks during the Kiddush? And the halacha is as following. If you heard the bracha of Bayer Puragafen with the intent to be Yitzhak Kiddush, and you said a mean, and you drink a mali lugma. A mali lugma, as we mentioned in the previous video, is a little bit more than one and a half ounces, about 1.6 ounces. If you drink a cheek full of wine or grape juice upon hearing the bari priyagafen, after that, one would be exempt from making any shahakal over any beverages. Over food, they would still have to make a shahakal, but over beverages that they drink by the Kiddush, if they drink a mali lugma, they would not be required to make a shahakal. If they drink a little bit of wine, which very often happens, I'll pass around small shot glasses of wine or grape juice to all the people that are participating in the Kiddush, if they drink a small amount of wine, the Mishabur says that it's a suffolk. He's in doubt whether one has to make a shahakal over the other beverages, and therefore, the Mishabur suggests that one should either hear a shahakal from somebody else, either be yaitzeh, hearing a shahakal from somebody else, or go ahead and make a shahakal on some other food, a food which is not a beverage, that way ensuring that you for sure can make a shahakal. The other eitzah is, if one does not drink it all from the Kiddush cup, one just hears the Kiddush, says amen, and then goes ahead and eats some azaynus or something else to be kaveh suda, then in that case, they would obviously need to make a shahakal on all the other beverages. And the only doubt that we have is when one drinks a little bit of grape juice, but not enough grape juice, not a mali lugma, not a cheekful. In that case, we have this doubt, and therefore the Mishabur says best to avoid the doubt by either drinking a mali lugma, about 1.6 ounces of the grape juice upon hearing Kiddush, or by simply making a shahakal over some other food that is there, thereby ensuring that one does not run into this question of whether they need to make a shahakal or not make a shahakal. And Mirza Shem will continue next week with more of Hilchas Kiddush Shabbos Day. Have a great Shabbos.